Welcome to Con Café for Monday, the 24th day of July, year of our Lord, 2023. I hope this finds you well and enjoying the blessings of God and ready to spend time with God in God's precious and holy word. We're looking at Matthew chapter 13, verses 31 to 33, then jumping to 44 to 52 in the New International Version of the Bible. The devotional is called The Kingdom is Like. The kingdom is like, and then fill in the blank. And you'll see why in just a moment. I want to thank my dear friends at First Seguin, who welcomed me for the past three Sundays. I pray um, our being together brought a blessing to all of us and made us, make us better disciples and believers. I hope you had time to go to church today. Well, are you here? <laughs> are you ready to hear God's word? I am. Verse 31, he, Jesus, told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds come and perch in its branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in the field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away, sold everything he had, and bought it. Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish, when it was full, and the fishermen pulled it up on the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets, but threw the bad away. This is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things? Jesus asked. Yes, they replied. He said to them, Therefore, every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. We say, Gracias a Dios. Thanks be to God. Well, read. I can't read anything today. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we recently bought a spice rack. Yes, 45 years into our marriage, Nellie and I decided we should get a spinning spice rack, which we bought. <laughs> we used to just place the spices in the kitchen cabinets, but seeing one on a cooking show, Reverend here thought it would be good to order one, and I did. I didn't factor in that such a spice rack would have those spices that a Mexican household would need and use. <laughs> Uh, they don't. <laughs> and in our discussion of which spices we needed and which we didn't, the mustard seed came up. Yes, it is a spice, and you want to find one, go to your nearest grocery store, go to the spice rack, look under M for mustard seed, and you'll find the little bottle there with the teeny tiny seeds in it. <laughs> it is a spice. It's used when making something dill, like pickles. But in Jesus' time, it was used to plant and grow as a garden plant. The point Jesus was making, however, was that 
as the smallest of seeds, if planted, it grows into the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree where birds could come and rest on it. How does that apply to our faith? If we use our faith like God intended, great things can come of it and we can bless all kinds of people. Jesus is reassuring us to have faith and whatever faith we have, however big or little we think it is, we should use it and see the blessings that will come to those whom we touch. Jesus then talks about yeast, and I must admit that yeast was mostly unknown in my growing up. I know it is a powerful element in baking, and precisely, Jesus says that yeast worked its way through 60 pounds of flour, transforming it into yummy bread. In the same way, our words, actions, service, whatever we do for the good of God's kingdom could work its way through needy lives and transform them into better people. And Jesus speaks of a treasure hidden in a field. As a boy who played a lot on fields, empty lots, a city block overrun by trees and weeds we called the woods, part of our fun was thinking that surely in one of these fields, one of these lots in the woods, there could be a treasure of some sort. We just had to find it. It really didn't matter if it was gold or silver, just the thought of making such a dramatic discovery that might change our lives was what fueled us. What Jesus is saying was true for me in my life. Once I found Jesus as Lord and Savior at a very early age, that opened so many doors because I realized God loved me and that was the treasure I really needed. The treasure prepared the path as the Lord opened the doors. Strength and calm for a major upheaval from Kingsville to Houston, peace and the pace for new schools, graduation from high school, a work-study scholarship at Lon Morris College, a major scholarship to finish my undergraduate degree at Southwestern University, and on to seminary, marriage of children, ministry, grandchildren, and now retirement and ministry in retired. In other words, preaching at various churches, Con Café, you name it, God is good. Jesus then speaks of a merchant who went in search of plant pearls. When he finds one so precious, he sells all that he has to buy it. That pearl, that relationship with God, did not compare to what he already had, so he got rid of all he had to acquire this great pearl. Because the pearl is the knowledge of God's saving grace, which is available to all and is free to us because Jesus paid the price if we would just claim it. Then Jesus also speaks of a net dropped into a lake, and it caught all kinds of fish when full pulled up to the shore, and the fishers sat down and separated the good fish from the bad ones. And this, said Jesus, is how it will be at the end of time. The angels of God will separate the righteous people from the wicked who will be thrown into a furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Jesus asked the disciples if they understood how the kingdom of God is like, to which the disciples answer yes. The question is, still remains for us to answer, if we understood this. For Jesus ends with saying that every teacher of the law who becomes a disciple in the kingdom of heaven will also bring out of their storeroom new and old treasures. God is putting together such a treasure in you and me and in others that we can bring 
to the kingdom. We got work to do. So friends, through Jesus, we have the keys to the kingdom. Please take one and change your life forever. Let's pray. Loving God, wow, so much to be thankful for because of your love. Help us help others take one of the keys to the kingdom so they won't be left behind or left out. Grant us boldness and wisdom to do thy will. In Christ Jesus we pray, amen. Dear one, thank you so much for tuning in. I pray this has brought a blessing to you. If it has, push all the buttons that'll bless this ministry. We want to reach as many people as we can for God and for Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Please know that I want you to have a great blessed day in the Lord. And here's your call to action. Bless someone by telling them of the keys to the kingdom. Receive my blessings, joy, and peace. Please know that I love you and I thank God for you. And I want you to receive my blessings, joy, and peace. And please know that I want the Lord to bless you and keep you. I'm Pastor Dr. Hasta mañana. Con el favor de Dios. Amen.